Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey, guys, so I was just telling Luke, um, I just said, like, just fucking hit record because I really don't know how to navigate this podcast. Um, So I, Luke, I kind of want you to just, like, take the reins for the most part. The only way I know how to start is to say that four weeks ago on the podcast, we were full of shit. Yes, we announced that we were trying to get pregnant and that was actually the day that we got a positive pregnancy test yeah we just didn't want to get ahead of ourselves and announce that we were pregnant you know well it's kind of none of anyone's business at that point we had no fucking idea what was going on right. it was basically the best day of our lives it was it was so cool so exciting <laughs> and we couldn't talk about anything else so i go to Kristen and say okay let's find a way we can talk about this without just putting it all on blast because it's so early, you know? It's so early and it's not something we want to jump the gun on. Yeah. And so we talked about it as though we were trying, but that was the day that we found out. Yeah. It was a Tuesday. It was the day of... um, (laughs) It was the day of Ariana's uh, Dancing with the Stars' most memorable year. And I remember that specifically because you were in Colorado and when I realized it, And I FaceTimed you and like was completely speechless, like clearly the first person I talked to that day. We, in fact, I'm going to be all over the place, you guys, like I can't even think straight right now. But I talked to Luke that morning as I had the last four days in a row. Kristen was uncharacteristically late on her period. (laughs) And I had a gut feeling that she was pregnant and she had been taking these know my my ovulation you know my my periods you know everything and I don't pay attention yeah I which know. is adorable somehow amazing. I know Kristen's cycle better than she does yeah in reality I really do um so anyway I text her and say hey aren't you supposed to have your period or like today or something and she's like I'm a couple days late yeah started taking these pregnancy tests and they were all saying negative and they were these the little sticks just the little sticks they're not very sensitive like these sticks from Amazon. You buy them in a box with a bunch of ovulation tests, which I've been doing because I was testing my ovulation like every 13 seconds because I was obsessed with getting pregnant. Right. And so I day five. mentioned to Kristen on day five, I said, I think 
You may have, you may have had a bad batch of tests because you're never this That's late. That's what you said, a bad batch. A bad it's a batch. bad batch of tests. Babe. So Kristen goes and gets the more digital. expensive, the digital ones, yeah. and two different digital ones both stay pregnant. Scream pregnant. It was the best fucking day of my life, and I was absolutely terrified. I thought that I would... I should I was saying this earlier, like I thought I should have been like crying and like calling everyone I knew. And instead I was just like in complete utter shock. Like I didn't know blue from green, like sky from the grass. I didn't know right from left. I'm like, what in the actual hell is happening? Because I didn't feel any different. It didn't seem different, except that I was nauseous. But I'm like, whatever. I have a sensitive stomach. I'm not always nauseous. This is, there's nothing. I look the same. I feel the same. This is fucking wacky. And I FaceTime Luke and I didn't have words. I just covered my mouth and he was like, oh my God, I'm walking away. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had a friend next to me and I said, I know exactly. You don't even have to say it. I know You're exactly so cute. what, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what just happened. And so, yeah, that's... Uh, that was our journey up to that moment. That, yeah, that was a, a, just a wild, incredible day. And then that evening is when we recorded that so podcast. Quick, it hap- yeah. yeah, it happened so quickly, though. Like, we were so lucky right, how it, fast it, we got pregnant at my age. Well, we we had, had all the cards against us, kind of. Kind of, yeah. And we, we didn't even... It wasn't a calculated thing either. It was like that time that we had sex. I actually yeah. mentioned to Kristen afterward. I said, I think you're ovulating today. Yeah. And she's like, how the hell do you know that? Checks. Yeah. She was. We didn't even Fast think forward. about it. We didn't predict it. We weren't trying on the ovulation day. We were just relaxed. You know, we're talking about this like so fucking lightly right now. I feel like I'm really like fresh out of like feelings in the moment because we've been dealing with this um, for days. So today's Saturday. We've been, we found this out on Wednesday. You'll see the title. You know what's happening. Um, So we had three appointments with the OB that were ultrasounds to see Mm -hmm. how progress was going. Yeah. So essentially what happened was we found out we were pregnant. We were super stoked. I went to Colorado where we conceived the most relaxing place ever I was really tired. I was, my boobs hurt, like all the pregnancy things. And I was just like, I'm just going to sleep and just be and just who fucking cares who sees that I'm not drinking anymore and I'm not smoking anymore. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is, (laughs) this is kind of shitty on my body and like pretty much the best thing ever that has ever happened to me. But when we were leaving Colorado, I had some light bleeding. Um, I, I don't know. This is my first time being pregnant. Um, let me just be frank. I've had, I had an abortion when I was much younger, like very, very, very young, well over 20 years ago. But I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like you can Google, you can read, you can ask all your friends, you can read all the books, but like when it's your body, your mind, like your hopes, like you really don't fucking know. And it's all so exciting and so unpredictable. And so that's what I was experiencing. And so when I when I bled a little bit, I was just, of course, thinking the worst things of, in the entire planet, right? The worst case scenarios. But I know that there are so many normalcies that come along with pregnancy that seem very scary. So we left Colorado and driving back to California, I was just kind of all over the place and I demanded 
that we stop at a lab to get a blood test done because I was talking to some amazing friends and shout out to my girlfriends. You know who you are, Nia. I fucking love you more than life itself. Thank you for being so trustworthy in the very beginning. And Carmen, to tell me that I wasn't dumb to to ask for some blood tests and it was okay to ask for things that I wasn't even sure of at this point. I think my biggest question when I found out I was pregnant was like, wow, I call my doctor, who I fucking love, you guys. I, I First and foremost, I want to say like Luke and I are obsessed with our doctor and we love you. Jay, we love you. Um, but it was it was very wild to me that you can find out that you're pregnant. You don't really know how far along you are. You find out when your last, the first day of your last period was and then you're like, okay, so now I book this appointment for like eight or nine weeks. So weeks and weeks and weeks later and you're just supposed to sit with yourself and your body and hope you can take care of this this growing baby as best you can and like have no clue like what to do unless you Google it. But it's like, don't Google it. Like don't WebMD shit. Um, so you kind of figure it out on your own. And I'm very lucky to have an amazing doctor who I could ask all the questions to and amazing friends I could ask all the questions to. But I'm like, holy shit, I need prenatals and they need all these things. So that's how we knew to ask for this blood test. And we went to Colorado or we went to, sorry, we went to we stopped, Arizona. Yeah, we stopped in Flagstaff, you, Arizona at a really... A cool place. Uh, we had a really great time that night. And then the next day we went and got some lab work done to check uh, progesterone and HCG levels uh, to just check how things are progressing because it was still about three weeks out till we're supposed to have uh, our first OB appointment. So we get that done. We make it back to California. Uh, the levels come back. HCG is, is good. Uh, progesterone's a little low. So Kristen calls and gets some progesterone prescribed to really try to help that and keep moving things along and also gets a... Um, peace of mind. Peace of mind, but we also scheduled a... An ultrasound. An ultrasound. Yeah. Two weeks before the first appointment that we had there. So just... Which to those of you who I'm sure, you know, have been pregnant, have children, or have been through a similar thing, you know that an ultrasound as early as a possible, you know, five weeks, six weeks, it's, it's fairly early. You're not going to hear a heartbeat. You don't really know what you're going to see. So it's, yeah. Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Shopify makes it easy for you to show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style with gorgeous, flexible templates and powerful tools. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, do we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. So whether you're promoting protein powders or selling superb supplements, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI 
AI-powered all-star. My favorite part about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kristen, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kristen, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Remember, that's shopify.com slash Kristen. Ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustrating low libido? Our sex drives can decline, but it's also treatable. Addy, or Flubanserin, is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addy today or go to Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI, or call 844-PINK-PILL. Go to Addy.com and use code DOTY for a $10 telemedicine appointment to find out if Addy is right for you. So we did go in for an ultrasound at what we assumed was five weeks. We had a gestational sac, great, but nothing else. So that was just kind of that. We went in a week later at what we thought was... No, I'm sorry. We went in at what we thought was seven weeks. Seven weeks in the Thank sack. You. Measured uh, at five weeks, yeah. though. Yes. So he said it, we measured at five weeks. Therefore, who knows? Our math is wrong. We didn't conceive when we thought we did. Also, the sperm can stay in for up to seven days. So that can prolong things. And so we're just thinking of all the best case scenarios. I still feel very, very pregnant. Um, and there's no cause for alarm at this point. So we schedule a second ultrasound. Second ultrasound clearly states that we're six weeks. We now have a yolk sac. So again, this is for everyone who like knows about pregnancy. For those of you who don't, I'm so sorry that you might be fucking bored with this, but we're very clearly at six weeks. We have a yolk sac. Everything's measuring so perfectly. We don't have a heartbeat. We are yet to see an embryo, but there could be one there. We kind of see something that could. And it's pretty much like, let's just wait till next week. So we have blood drawn to do a couple different tests. Like gene tests to see what we what we genetically each have. Right. I had blood drawn as well. Yeah. yeah. So they could potentially pair up some things and see if we each carry a gene that could potentially create an issue in the future. But that aside, uh, Kristen had some other levels tested. and We do get our progesterone back and the progesterone is 
way higher, super healthy. The HCG level, which is like your pregnancy hormone, tells you you're pregnant or not essentially, but the HCG is like beyond above. So everything is just looking exactly as it should from week five to week six. Like, okay, we were way fucking wrong. We thought we were at week eight. Now we're at week six. Okay, great. I still feel the same. So we go back for a third. So then we get back for the third one and we get some bad news. It's hard, and I genuinely can't believe uh, that we're, yeah, putting this out there in the podcast, but I feel like for our listeners to understand where we are mentally and how difficult it is to talk about anything else, we have to kind of get this out there. We find out uh, that Kristen's pregnancy is not viable pregnancy. It's considered a blighted ovum, and there is no embryo in the sac that's forming. So our steps that follow, there's some choices that uh, we had to make. Ultimately, Kristen had to make, but she wanted my input on it, which I appreciate and respect very much. So here we are. Uh, Nothing has happened yet. So the three choices are a DNC, which is a surgical removal, Option two is to wait and see uh, just for it to happen naturally because your body will eventually reject it. Um, Option three is medication that is in certain vaginally, the same way the progesterone that I've been taking for the last three weeks. And that will intervene and help induce the miscarriage because essentially the sac is like still in my body and will have to pass at some point. So that's where we're at. And I only feel comfortable talking about this because I know so many friends of mine have gone through this, like either up until the point of, or have been through this. I know so many women have been through this and it's really fucking terrifying because you always think like, what's wrong? What did I do wrong? Could I have done something different? And my doctor and my friends have told me like, inside and out, up and down, that it's there's no reason. You can Google it till the day you die. There is literally no cause. They don't know why. It's something with your chromosomes. And the only silver lining, the fact that we've been now digesting this for the last four or five days, is that I know that once Luke and I are past this, we can try again. And that We were very lucky and very fortunate that we got pregnant so quickly. We were so, so lucky because it could have gone a very different way for me at my age. I haven't gone through IVF. I haven't frozen my eggs. I haven't done anything. So the only thing that I can think, and whether you believe in God or something above or whatever, I just think it's like there's something in God's plan. I think this was just a really unfortunate thing that happened to us, and it's just God's plan, man, and... um, I know that we can try uh, fairly soon and that I think we're very hopeful to have a very healthy pregnancy next time around. But essentially we've been lying to you this entire time and it's been really fucking hard to podcast, to post anything, for me to be around friends, to be around anybody because all I want to do is like scream it. So all I really did, all we did was hang out with people that did know (laughs) that we did trust because it was like the happiest time ever.
It was very exciting. And and I was so scared. I was like, holy shit, Luke, like we got pregnant so fast. Like, are you okay with this? And he was so happy. And our families were so happy. And our friends that knew were so happy. It was, it was fantastic to have all the support <laughs> and everyone being so happy. And uh, it sucks to be where we are right now, but we've got to try to focus on the positive side of I things. Know, I love you and thank you for that. It is, you are, it's, you always think it's like insensitive of you. And I wonder like ladies, like how, you know, it's been for you guys. Sorry. Ugh, because I can't imagine what it's like for you. Like, I know you're not in my body and I know you don't know what I feel like, but it's like, I also don't know what you feel like, you know, and you're so supportive and wonderful and I love you. And I just know that I have to, I got to be your rock here. And I want to. I want to be there with you, for you, obviously, and help get over this uh, sad time so we can get back to the back to more happy times. Because I know it won't be that far off. Clearly, we see it. It's coming. We will accomplish it, and we will have an awesome, happy family someday. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what else to say, and I apologize for this very somber. Uh, and short podcast, but it's kind of the only thing I knew how to do. And we even debated, like, do we do this? Do we air this? Do we tell people? Because I just we just talked about it five minutes before this. Like, how many people in the public eye just, like, don't have to, don't do it. They just don't. They save it. They'll tell you years later. They'll tell you months later. They can get through it. I... As a person, like, sort of not, it sounds so fucking douchey, but like in the public eye, and that's like sort of what our life is about at this point with the shows and the, in our podcast. And we're just, it's mostly about our podcast, and we're so fucking honest. And I love talking about love, and I love talking about sex, and I love talking about trying to get pregnant and all of that. And I just felt like I'd be so dishonest, like, if we didn't, you know? Yeah. Like, I literally wouldn't know how to go on. I was like, what the fuck do we talk about next week? Like, what do we even talk about? You also are, it's like a blessing and a curse that you don't compartmentalize things to this sort of thing with this, this much emotion involved that you can't move on until you get it off your chest. Yeah. It's all I think about every fucking minute of every day, every minute of every day that I've been pregnant. It's like every day is a week and every week is a month. I feel like I've been pregnant for like a year in the most amazing way possible, truly. But it is all I think about. Like every step that I take, every plan that I make, everything that I do, it's like, am I okay? Is this okay? Like psychotically, which I feel like probably a lot of people do the first time because you don't, you don't really know. It was like a trillion questions. Like I have a basket in our bathroom that is like my pregnancy pill basket. Like I wake up in the morning, which I still do and I'm still going to keep doing. And it's like, I take my prenatals and I take my B12 and then this, that, whatever. And then at nighttime, it's like, okay, well, my Unisalm is there to go to sleep if I need it. And maybe six and like only take one Benadryl if you have anxiety because you can't have anything else and just like such a change of life in the most beautiful way possible. I've never thought that I would fucking hate alcohol so much. I'm trying to be funny. It's not working. It's okay, baby. I'm exhausted. You've been very strong. This is uh, not... And it's really fucking sad and it's just really sad, guys. It's just really, really sad. But it's also like really hopeful and I feel very, very lucky, and Thanksgiving just happened, and I'm very, very thankful for you, Luke, and I'm very thankful for your family. 
and I'm very thankful for my family and I'm very thankful for my best friends who have been there for me since like the day I found out because I told Luke there's no way I can keep this a fucking secret from some of my friends like I have to tell my girlfriends some of them it was like we can't tell anyone and I'm like if I don't tell some of my friends I'm gonna go crazy so my girlfriends those of you that have known since like day one minute one like and have been there for me like thank you more than I can ever express like you're the best yeah thank you everyone that helped uh Kristen in this process I you've definitely helped me as well and we appreciate everything very much I'm very grateful for you too baby the unfortunate reality is that of all pregnancies of any age they say one in three don't make it out of the first trimester and it's really sad especially when you're really hopeful but we we're gonna move forward from here and we'll be back to our normal schedule very shortly so yeah thank you everyone for listening again sorry for the somber podcast but we had to get it out there to try to fill in why uh it just maybe seemed weird the last couple weeks so yeah you're caught up there it is and you know obviously ladies like write us uh anything you guys want to talk about and we're just going to kind of figure it out from here for the next week and then yeah like luke said like you know you move on you move on there's always a silver lining and things to be hopeful for All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.